Welcome back, Hawklings, to a, another riveting episode of Electric Talk, brought to you by Electric Hawk. Uh, today, we have a duo from the Sunshine State. They have a new album coming out on March 4th called Intertwined, and they're going to join us today to talk about the album, inspirations, the past, and the future. As always, my name is Tony, and my guests today are Easy Baked. Yo, yo, what's up? I'm Andrew. Yo, what up? Yeah, I'm Eric from Easy Baked. Nice to be here. Thanks for coming on the show, guys. Really appreciate it. Fuck yeah. Yeah, um, man, it's a pleasure to be here. We got a super stacked lineup this weekend, the Okeechobee that you guys are a part of. Um, we're pumped. We got a barbecue with Easy Baked. Ooh, um, and first, uh, we wrapping. Oh, we're wrapping. Oh, snap. Yeah, uh, that's so, yeah, yeah. It's barbecue. That uh, was Keep my barking. first question is I wanted to know like how that came about. Did you guys like love barbecue and you're like, yo, let's do a barbecue or did they say like, <laughs> let's do it? Um, I think they came to us with just like, yo, we want to do some activations and they were like pitch us some ideas. And our original idea was just do some rap. Like we wanted to freestyle and just get people together to start like a circle of just rapping on some beats we've made or can find or whatever. And then they were like, yeah, let's, that's tight. Let's do like, let's do barbecue with it. So it was kind of their idea. And I don't think we're going to be barbecuing. I think there's going to be like a truck there that you get a discount on while we like spin music and rap. Yeah. Like we're, we're not going to be cooking ourselves. Uh, we'll just be cooking beats. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's super dope. Uh, so it's kind of just like a site, like an easy baked food and cipher kind of deal. Yeah. Pretty much that. Yeah. Uh, and then what time is it at and where is it at? 4.20 p.m. on Saturday. And I don't have the exact location. I'm sure it'll be like revealed one way or another, like through social, their socials or something like that. Gotcha. Well, if people are listening to this, make sure to either catch the barbecue or let us know how the barbecue went if you're listening to it after. But that's super cool that you guys are getting to do like a kind of an extracurricular activity outside of just like DJing a set at a festival. I think Okeechobee is trying to do a lot with like working with the artists and doing workshops and yeah. doing a lot of other things specific, like on the art side. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this will be the first time for us too. like, you know, we've never done any kind of workshop or any extracurricular activity. So, you know, it's really fun. <laughs> For yeah, us, absolutely. Especially. And this is like a, a little, like, yeah, we've been looking forward to this. I mean, for a while, we haven't been to a festival since the last of Uchobi two years ago. And that was like the last, oh, you yeah. know, festival for a long ass time. And this is like, this is one that we've came to every, almost every year, pretty much. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good time for sure. Florida shit. Yeah. Franza was talking to me about how he uh, loves working with his Florida boys. And he was like, yeah, pretty sure we've all been to Okeechobee like every year it's been going on. And that's crazy to me. Yeah. Um, I can't, I can't, I don't think I've been to a festival besides Lost Lands more than three times, which, but yeah, always dope. Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited. I'll be there. Uh, I've had like two years in the past to get like canceled or like change of plans, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm pumped to finally get out there and compare it to Electric Forest. Uh, yeah, exactly and that's like that's i was literally thinking that in my head as you're saying all this like i feel like it is like the electric forest of of the south or of the east or whatever southeast yeah 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 it's the closest we've got to that that like large scale 
underground and like diverse yeah exactly i think the diversity is that's what i'm most stoked for to just kind of because we're getting rv and we're gonna have like seven of our like countrywide friends like lost dogs and other homies and yeah it's gonna be a freaking party oh yeah and it's like four days so you got to kind of be smart and pace yourself you almost have to like plan out (laughs) like when you're gonna set your bedtime yeah exactly like and we have sets to play just about every freaking day so i'm gonna be on top of my shit for sure that's good to hear um you brought up lost dogs and that brings me to my next question um you guys have been working with them for a very long time um can you tell me a little bit more about you know how they've supported you and how you guys have worked together and it's kind of helped you get to where you are now yeah it's just that's just the crew and i mean in the sense of how they've helped they've helped in so many ways i feel like we've all helped each other a lot um in that sense just like staying inspired like lost dogs really is just a group chat it's been a group chat on Facebook. We've kind of moved to Discord as over the last year, but it's just been a group chat. And it's basically like whoever's down to be in the group chat and be a homie and talk and like, you know, just, just, yeah. And that worked out. And we've all kind of been doing our own thing as of recently, just kind of getting our, our projects to where we want them and like, you know, got to do our own thing. But Lost Logs is about to come back full flesh. We just put Capsule out on their SoundCloud page. We're working on getting the Spotify back up or a Spotify account going. So it's like legit distribution and all that. And yeah, Lost Logs is gang for life. Yeah, yeah. you guys. Uh, oh, sorry, Andrew, you got something? Well, I was just going to add on to it. I was going to say uh, it's just one big collective of like-minded homies that just love music. Yep. And I feel like we all like constantly keep each other inspired. And that's like one of the greatest things about it is that I think we've all like helped each other in ways we don't even know, just pushing each other's sound, pushing each other with feedback and yeah. just like hanging out on the, a pretty consistent basis, pretty consistent basis considering that we don't like live anywhere near each other. So it's tight. So Lost Dogs isn't a specifically Florida thing. No, definitely not. No, it's- no. Okay. People from really our Los Angeles, now Philly, because Vibe moved to Philly, Florida, uh, Zach's in Australia, uh, Boise, Boise, Idaho, um, and Tahoe. And wow, you got like a whole roster map in your head. Yeah. <laughs> you keep in track of the homies. The boys. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it's super cool. I know I've heard of Lost Dogs for a few years now, and so it's nice to see that you know, each individual like artist or artist group is, you know, making their own project more prominent and getting their voices out there, music out there. Um, so I congratulate you guys on that. So I've been following that. So it's super cool. Um, oh, yeah. Thank you. And so our next question is actually from uh, one of the guys at Electric Cock, our founder, Daryl. Um, he has a really cool question for you guys. So it is what's the dynamic between the two of you DJing on stage and producing? Do you both bring a different style to the table that complements the other and works perfectly? Or do you think you're really just in sync with the same approach to music in mind? I think, man, we had this question recently, kind of. I think uh, yeah. part of it, like, I think Andrew has a more technical mind and I have a more like kind of flow. And that's where we bring each other. As far as DJing goes, I mean, like, 
I don't know. We, we, we DJ pretty much similar. Like I I'd say I'm more of a trackless picker just cause I, I don't know. It's just like my forte, but as far as producing goes, yeah, I feel like we fill each other's gaps pretty well. Um, yeah. Yeah. And as far as like, like a little DJing like stage presence wise, you know, obviously there's, a, I'm just there's that. a dynamic there. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, Eric's a little more extroverted than I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I just have a little more energy on stage and Andrew kind of keeps it balanced. It's that nice yin and yang. Um, yeah, for sure. Like uh I mean, and then you, there's definitely times like uh like I was at Black Box and where you guys are both uh like taking off basically taking off your shirts and jumping around. Yeah, which is great yeah. to see because like normally yeah. you know you see Andrew in videos, like he kind of looks like the maniacal one, like planning out like the next like crazy drops, and you're like taking your beanie off, like headbanging, like yeah. vibing out. But just funny because Eric plans like probably like 90% of it. Yeah, we'll plan before usually try to get like a skeleton because like we want yeah. to be able to play all of our original music and like when you just do shit off the top of the dome, like, I don't know. It's like, I mean, we still do shit off the fly, of course, but yeah, it's just better to get a skeleton going. And I don't know. I just, I like doing that. I like getting in record box and kind of just planning out the little bits. And plus I just hit up more of the homies and get like unreleased shit and just collect that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, uh, you guys definitely uh, part of a super hot, uh, I don't know about like friend group, but like artist friend group with like, of the trees and um yeah like definitely. vector and black carl and yeah. uh you guys kind of have this huge like homie group where you guys are kind of just taking over the festival circuit right now and you're like kind of guaranteed to just get to hang out with your friends like at work a lot um so that kind of brings me to this next song that just came out sapped uh with of the trees and so i want to hear about the process of getting that started and um like what was the idea behind the song was it originally supposed um, to be like a of the tr like a tree reference uh no nah, we didn't name the song until like two three weeks ago to be honest we wrote we wrote the song like we started it i don't know like a year i want to say a year ago probably two years ago now yeah probably around there i remember i started that one in my little brother's dorm or not dorm but he has like a college room and i was just in my headphones and started that one there just like really deep and then brought it to Andrews. Andrews laid down um, some of the, the melodic bits. We gave it to um, Tyler and he did the more like the halfway point where it switches up, kind of broke it down a little bit, added some of his. And yeah, it was a really fun process. It kind of came together like pretty quickly, but then we just sat on it for a while and like had to keep writing the album and like polishing it and mixing it and all that. And that's usually how it goes. I'd say ideas like come together fairly quickly. Yeah, that one came together fast. Yeah. And so I have kind of like a logistical question regarding that. So there's a big difference between now and maybe like three years ago when you guys would have released a song without the trees. So like now, is there more like things other than like, yo, homie, you just want to be on the album? And he's like, yeah, sure. Like it's more than that now. You kind of have to be like, like talk like get managers involved and do all that and so is that like still yeah. easy to do i mean this was pretty easy he was like we were like we're in the process of writing the album like the tomb is definitely one that felt like it should be on the album and i mean 
we didn't have to go through much manager talk on that end, but I do feel that, yeah, it's not, it's definitely not as easy as it was back in the day. Um, yeah. But like, once like, once the track itself is done, then managers pretty much takes it and then helps get it out in the right fashion. Yeah. You know, so in that way, it, it takes a load off our hands a little bit. Absolutely. Like I just got to be like, yeah, this or no, this. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, you know, it's nice to hear that even though, you know, you guys are both way more popular than you were three years ago, you know, it's still kind of the same vibe and still like comfortability that you guys have, oh. like as friends. Yeah, always. I'd keep with the same vibe, you know? Oh, you're cutting in out a bit, buddy. I think you are, Rick. Paging Dr. Eric. Everything okay? Anthony, are you still there? Yeah, can you hear me? You're laughing so much. I didn't hear much of that. Eric. I have no idea what's going on. I think it's your connection, Rick. Okay, you're back now. You're back. I just disconnected my phone from the Wi-Fi and I came back. <laughs> <laughs> we brought him back from the dead. Wow. Okay, yeah, yeah I missed all of that. I was like, he was like, <laughs> I was just saying it's cool that, uh, you know, it's, it's still the same, like, comfortability when you guys uh, release songs with homies, you know, even though oh, you yeah, guys no, are no. both way bigger yeah. and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, for sure. So next question, uh, we're going to kind of throw it back. And I want to know about this down-tempo side project uh, called The Bakers. And is there been any other thought towards that uh since you guys released the last track absolutely um i haven't yeah. as much uh i started my own andrew i mean we've been writing our own things and the album happened so we've just been focusing on that but we definitely have like there's a grip a lot of baker's tunes that are probably ready to be put out on um, a lot of things that i know andrew has like kind of been waiting on me i was my computer was fucked for a while and i didn't get to work on a lot of the ideas he sent but I know, yeah, we definitely have Baker's Beats um, that are going to come out in the future. I don't know when, but. Yeah, yeah, mainly that. Like, as far as tunes go, like, we're definitely sitting on quite a handful. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. It's been too long. So yeah. there will probably be some coming soon. Yeah, we need to plan just some proper release or something, some kind of tape or, I don't know, something cool like that. Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll do a mixtape or something. Yeah. I'm glad to hear. I liked uh I liked here that was like around the time I found you guys out. And so that was like super cool to hear that you guys like had another project. Um so now we're gonna talk about growing up in Florida. So do you guys feel like public subs are overrated, equally rated, or underrated? Public subs are fire, equally rated. <laughs> Yeah, equally right, right. Yeah, equal. Equally rated. Sure. All right. We'll take that. We'll take that answer. Yeah. Public subs, public sub slap. I've never had a bad public sub, but I've only had a few where I was like, damn, this is a good sandwich. Okay. I feel that. I've had see, I feel like most my my tender experiences there are pretty pretty good. You know, I find that when it's not a good one, it's because somebody like the person making it just 
they didn't have the passion for making sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> you feel that, and you can usually tell off rip. Like, oh, this oh, one's yeah. just yeah. They're just slapping meat on a bun. Yeah, yeah. They don't care. I mean, I worked at Subway. There was definitely some of my coworkers that were not as passionate about the sandwich. No, Subway is all about speed too. Mm-hmm. They gotta slap it on there quick. No, Publix is a different story. Most <laughs> of the time. um all right so a couple more quick questions and then we'll dive into the album um so what's been the hardest part of going on the road uh since you guys started traveling around playing shows um losing sleep i'm not really sleeping much um getting on planes a lot i'm a tall person my back be hurting um controlling myself like when to go to an after party and when not to uh, those are probably my top two those are good i'd say well for me it's a little different i'd say probably leaving my daughter because that's always kind of hard and then uh let's see well i'm not able to make music on the road yeah that's <laughs> Yeah, that's up there too. It puts a wrench in making in in production yeah. quite a bit. So, so definitely not productive while on the road. Yeah. And that's but, hard for me. Overall, you know, I think we've adapted to most of the the hardships, you know. Yeah. You just try to plan plan better. Exactly. And that's definitely something that's a plus. Like I've become a better planner because of all the flights I've taken and all the trips that I've gone on in the early mornings and all that so definitely i mean and, and the things that i don't like about it they're just like you know okay like i don't like hate them but it's just like oh yeah i think that could be better you know <laughs> um yeah. and so do you, you guys have anything like funky on your rider funky uh i don't this think it's our so. rider <laughs> yeah, right, right now i don't it's like uh extra sharp cheddar cheese uh <laughs> Andrew, big like, bag of jerky. Big bag of jerky. <laughs> whiskey. I drink vodka. Um, we get some beers, usually lagers, water, Red Bull or Yerba Mate, and candy. And plus. Kind of, and and plus. Yeah, that, <laughs> I mean, you're easy baked. I mean, they should they should just know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess they could get you papers, but I'm glad that you guys are blunt game because. Yeah. Yeah. Joints I mean, make me not, cough. I'm usually, just a bowl. I'm usually just a bowl smoker, to be honest. But like on the road with Andrew, a, a blunt is nice. Who rolls yeah. the blunt, or do you guys take turns? We take yeah. turns. Okay. Yeah. I'm it's definitely. The, I, I'm. I'm. A, I'm. I can do it quicker. <laughs> quicker. Yeah, I would say that. One time we rolled a blunt. A blunt. What was it in like? It was like minutes. One minute. Five seconds. seconds. It was yeah. five seconds. Yeah. It was so quick. Yeti. Up in Seattle, he had like two minutes before a set. He's like, somebody <laughs> roll me a blunt. Eric's like, I got this. Had it done in like 90 seconds. That's impressive. It was incredible. I'll never forget it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Shout out, Yeti. For sure. Um, so we'll start talking about the album. We got Intertwined coming out March 4th. Um, what do you think that this album is going to tell 
listeners about Easy Bake that they don't already know? That we got stories to tell. That um, I feel like that we make music that's not just for sound systems and parties and raging. And there's a little more introspective vibe on this. And um, yeah, Andrew, do you want to? Yeah, it's gonna. It's it's definitely gonna show our diversity and our growth, especially. You know. Yeah. Like, like Eric's saying, like we're not just about womps and wubs, and you know, we're we're trying to per you know show more depth than that in this, yeah. in this album and yeah i think people will definitely see that yeah they haven't already and so are there are these going to be like audible stories or are there songs with uh like lots of lyrics there's just audible no lyrics audible all right which is totally which i'm totally down with um and so does that mean like we're going to get more sounds kind of like the middle of sapped where it's more like angelic and twinkly almost yeah yeah i'd say like yeah there's there's definitely a few songs that are just like vibey and transcending and yeah like we're we're trying to more soundscapes like more there's more yeah like they're trying to write full like full length songs not just bangers like songs that just start and finish rap all together and it just all makes sense not to say other shit hasn't but i don't know like this just feels the most more timeless and yeah timeless and mature i feel like this is a much more mature sound that we're pushing see that's exactly the description that i came to i was trying to think of different word but i just kept coming back to it when i was going back and listening to like alone with yourself and bubblegum and just kind of going through you guys discography throughout the years and then listening to the new stuff that's out and mature is the word that i kept coming back to um it it just feels as you were like you i think you described it really great too where it's, it's they sound like more full songs uh, which not like the old songs didn't but the old songs definitely felt more focused on like being in like a like a dark room with big yeah, like functions yeah. and like and everyone everyone's dropping and moving to the same beat whereas yeah. i feel like uh the songs on intertwine that have been out or released already they're like you can drive to the car in them and like listen to them in the morning and you know it doesn't have to be like when you're heading to a show or like yeah that's the vibe like that's what we want we want music that's just for any moment anytime like yeah because we yeah. want to shit we want to get this shit in movies like we want to everywhere <laughs> big, like as far as we can you know oh that'd be great i could see some of them already in like an a24 film or something yeah that would be incredible um definitely think about pitching that um so next question still about the album uh is there anything that hasn't been released yet like you guys have like a different favorite song or not like favorite because you know they're like children but you know a song that you keep coming back to when you listen to it or like is there a part in one of them where you're just like we really like went off right here 
I feel like, yeah, I feel like the, the lead track or the title track intertwined. It's not, it's not intertwined, but it's called intertwined. And I feel like for me personally, that's just one that's like, I don't know. I feel like we, we did really good on that. Cause it's like something that would go off for the show. It's something that like, there's just a lot of layers and depth and soul too. And I feel like we both just really did a number on it. Like I had moments where I was like, oh, this is fucking sick. And then sent it to Andrew and he, he snapped and it was just like a really good fluent happy like oh my god we did this shit like we listened to it when we were like playing in his room and it's like oh fuck yeah this is like i don't know it just sounds really good yeah i would agree there intertwine for sure felt like like sort of like a like a eureka like a breakthrough yeah it was like oh my god this makes so much more sense now like because we i don't know we just we layered it up in a way we haven't really done before and it was like okay like i think andrew said it one day when we were making a mix he was like our old songs is like we were working inside of this box. And I feel like that's a song that kind of helped us realize that there's so much more color we can draw over here and like do over here in this area. And like, yeah, it's like it was just like a, a cracked code for us. And it was cool. That's cool. Um, and so that one is kind of like a title track. Um, so then a little bit offbeat from the album. Is there a song that you guys released before the album where you, you kind of felt the same way? About that song? Oh. Uh, yeah, like you, were you, like you felt like you cracked the code. I oh, feel like that, not in this album? That's, yeah, like a prior release to the album. Yeah. I mean, I think bands, when we made bands in like Vessel, I think those are songs where we're like, all right, we're on to something here. Like, this is like, this is something that we haven't really heard. Um. Yeah, I think yeah. those two um, were definitely like pinnacle moments. I think Alone with Yourself was also one that was like, okay, this is this is very different. Um, but those two, especially, and like those two have done numbers like crazy on on all on all platforms. So I think that also speaks. I think Baptized too. I think that's an underappreciated one, but I really do think that was one that was like, all right, this is like a push me push us forward. Like, all right, we have an out. We can do an album after this. Like, this is, I don't know. That was like a we did a lot to that song and. Um, it definitely opened my mind. That's cool. And so it's really awesome that, you know, you have a song that sparks this interest and makes you believe in yourself that you can make a full-length album. And then you end up getting to have that same feeling with another song on the album. Um, and, you know, that's what drives like a ton of creative people is they have, you know, either moments of not being able to be creative or you know they have these moments where they say eureka and it's always interesting to hear because not every creative person like operates like that because some people are more like uh i want to say like serious about it not serious that's not the right word but it's more like technical for them you know what i mean where they think yeah. like i need to make a song by you know april 5th and they have like a formula that works and they're yeah, an established that artist. Like, fucked my brain up. Like I can't, and I, and I used to think that I, that was like part of this process and I would like drive myself crazy. Like, oh, I need to do this. And I feel like the album honestly was a big time for me. Like I actually can write music and I know I can. And sometimes I can't. And like, I need to just roll with it and let it roll out. And like, it just, all the music felt like it wrote itself essentially. Like, like, so I'll go weeks without, I'll go, you know, sometimes I won't touch the doll and that's fine. Like, I think the less pressure we put on ourselves, I put on myself personally, the better music I write. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Balance is important. And like, 
yeah, the process, but just like this album, having it all done and like, you know, being able to say it's all done, it's it's so rewarding that, you know, we're fueled for the next one. Like, yeah, exactly. Like now and like, and then like, we've been able to, we've never done anything like this. We, first of all, we've never had like, we got a new team now. Like we have people helping us really roll this shit out and we've never really, done anything like this as far as like getting on trying to get our music to the masses like we are um so yeah this is just the start this is like the start like this is our first real big body of work and we're gonna write more albums we're gonna write a lot more albums and yeah this is this is the door that we're about to kick open hell yeah no um kick it open like poly d um so you're talking about there's times when we are not be we're not able to be creative and uh i'm sure there was times like that when you guys were working on this uh what do you do when you have those times and like what do you do outside of you know hitting the daw yeah um andrew start i just do the opposite of making music i'll just, i'll go like a, like a week without even touching or looking at the doll. Sometimes I'll go through and listen to old songs um, and be like, okay, you have to like remind yourself like, oh, like, like I did that, you know, I can do that. Yeah. So there's no reason I can't do it again. And uh, that helps, you know, but I think stepping away and yeah, not just... like obsessing, you know, over the fact that you can't do it, it just, distract yourself with something else you know yeah like music is not everything and like if it doesn't work like it doesn't work and that's like that's why i told myself i feel like it's a very sacred process like i, I don't have this switch in my head that i can flip and i'm like oh i can just make the best music ever right now i can make music all the time most of the time it's not going to be the best music ever you know what i'm saying i can make but like yeah and i feel like the process is something that like when it's there it's there when it's not you respect it and you just let it be and you fiddle around and you just don't freak yourself out and I like to like go, you know, go outside and skateboard, play video games, call up the homies, whatever, you know. But like, so just don't make it like an obsessive thing because I feel like that's a lot. A lot of people do like it, like, like just just freaking out, obsessing over the fact that it's not working, or even if it is working, they're still obsessing over the fact. And I feel like just like try not to like this is my job. Yes, it's our job, and try to have structure with it, but also just like remember this is like well. Like why we start doing this before it's our job exactly you just gotta have fun with it yeah well, you guys definitely have fun with it it seems or at least when you guys are performing yeah. um so uh we'll get a little more off track here and we got a question from one of uh the homies that is really trying to get that bong that you guys are doing with the album um but he had a couple questions so we're gonna do a little quick quick round of answers question and answer so favorite munchies um fake place guy what'd you, you say know, i said i'm a sweets guy i, <laughs> I like chocolate like what like like hershey's or reese's or yeah, Reese's all day. Reese's, um, Reese's puffs. Yeah, actually, I got these new ones recently, but it's been a long time. I'm not really crazy about them. More like Oreos and fucking, yeah, like Reese's. Okay. And okay. cereal. 
<laughs> cereal. And then Eric, you said baked lays or barbecue yeah, baked lays. Baked, 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 like I've been eating takis. I ate a bunch of takis last night. Um, <laughs> and I like sour shit. I love sour candy. Okay, like sweet and sour kids are like more like, sour. Uh, I've been eating uh, they're like these uh, ho- oh, Haribo flat straw things. Flat. They're like they're dank, super dank. Huh. Orange, too far. And then next question is. If you guys could collab with any rapper, who would it be? Probably Smino. Smino or JID. Yeah, those two. That was going to say. Yeah. Smino or JID, probably. Or like fucking Jay Z, Drake. I don't know. Liz Khalifa or something. Oh, Liz Khalifa and Easy Baked would be so fire. I feel like he'd be down with Kanye. I'm down with Kanye. I don't care what anyone says. Like, yeah, I'm just getting to see you with Kanye all day. He's in the studio right now, so. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, is the opposite of Easy Baked hard-boiled? That's what I always say, so I, I, I'd say, yeah. We're getting a yes? Is that yeah. unanimous? All right. All right, and then, uh, just for a little background, um, you guys have been friends for a long-ass time, right? Like, how long? fourth grade and we are since we were like probably like 13 years old and we are 25 and 26 fourth grade 13 wait wait how do you guys get held back wait no oh yeah okay so wait how what grade are we in then must have been like 10 fourth grade like, yeah, fifth grade i'd say like yeah probably like 10 10 or 11 wow damn i i forgot you're third grade 13 how old are you what grade are you when you're 13 like uh eighth grade or, or seventh grade yeah yeah so i'd say like 10 or 11 that's pretty long time uh it, how'd you guys become friends i just just being shitheads in school i think it was like i think i remember the first time meeting it had to have been like i think it was kickball we were playing kickball we were in different classes at the time in school um, and then through one of our other homies at this daycare i went to it was like an after school program and uh, I think Eric, you went there. I, I, can't I went there remember. like momentarily. I didn't go there like as much as Andrew did, but I went there for a little bit. Yeah. And then our homie linked us up too. Yeah. And then we ended up moving to a middle school where it was like just us basically. And I remember seeing him in the auditorium, like at this like meetup thing where you like go and you try to introduce yourself to people and you figure out like the school and the lockers and shit. Yeah. I was like, then we just became like tight because it was like just us. And then we got split up and went to different schools because the uh, zoning shit. Oh, no. And so do you guys get separated, like, for the rest of school or no? High school, uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, most of high school, yeah, we got separated. Oh, that's and then we, tough. We were just, like, naturally, like, shitheads. So then at one point, like, our parents didn't want us hanging out with each other, too. Oh, no. And so have they came around on that? Yeah. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> <laughs> And so, inevitable. what's up? It was inevitable. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, is your family, like, pretty supportive of what you guys do? And do they wear easy-baked merch? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. Yeah, that's always nice. His, his father, his dad came to EDC, and my parents came to EDC, and they were both wearing, they are all wearing merch. Yeah. Hell Yeah. 
did you uh like did you ever like run into anyone you're like these are our parents oh yeah definitely i flex that that hard <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> yeah that was fun do you guys ever think you were gonna play edc no i'm gonna be, I'm gonna be real i'm fuck yeah I, I remember being at edc i was like i'm gonna play here like yes <laughs> andrew says no <laughs> like yeah we're gonna fucking be here like i've thought about these places i'm not gonna not in like a cocky way like oh yeah there's no way we're not but i'm always like yeah i feel like there's a big chance that like we can fucking do this like i've always thought it like we've always i've always known we were doing something something right that's good i definitely agree i think you guys bring a way different perspective to this like new freeform uh, bass movement. And so um, one, I can't wait to hear the rest of the album. Uh, and two, I'm pumped to catch you guys again this weekend because the last time was my first easy bit. I was a version to easy big sets and- uh, Oh, this was really good. I We still gotta fucking get it together, but it's gonna be good. <laughs> Is there any, uh, any, highlights of the set uh that we should look forward to or possibly look back on i just think new shit it's gonna hopefully it slaps hard and we got a bunch of unreleased shit from our friends and whatever else just the whole set just look back hopefully we'll record it or something and maybe put it somewhere if we can oh, yeah that'd be cool hopefully everyone just hears a bunch of shit they never heard before yeah that's the goal all right well unless you guys have Anything else about Intertwined or any of your past releases or anything uh, coming up? Going on tour. Going on Come tour. To Come to every single stop. Intertwined tour. Um, How many cities? It. As of right now, uh, we're about to announce more, but I think there's like 13 right now. That's yeah. pretty good. It's either a lucky or unlucky number. Yeah. Right. Look at it. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. Um, so I'll ask you guys our parting question and we can wrap things up. So if you were on a plane or on a cruise or something and you crashed and you were fine, but you landed on a deserted island and you're basically alone and all you had with you is an old ass iPod classic. And on that iPod classic, there's only enough gigabytes to hold three albums, mixes, or out or even songs. What are you bringing? <laughs> oh shit. Um you got a year I'll on this island at least. Graduation by Kanye. Um um Damn, this is fucking hard. Three. Um, I got two. I just need one more in my head. Okay, I, I think I got it. All right. I'd say I got three, yeah. Okay, you go first. I'll go uh, Graduation Kanye, Man on the Moon, One by Cuddy. Damn, that's a good one. <laughs> and probably Tycho Dive. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'd say Tycho Dive. Flume, Sleepless. Ooh, fuck. <laughs> and, uh, fuck, you got me with that Kid Cudi one. I didn't even think about that one. But I was going to say that the Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> <laughs> Wiz Khalifa 
I had to get Kanye in there. That old Kanye, I'm like, my God. Yeah. But yeah. You guys should definitely try to work some Kid Cudi in at some point on that tour. Because Kid Cudi songs are way way underrepresented. Like, all we get is, like, that day and night, like, remix that everyone's doing. We should flip that shit. We should flip some other shit. I mean, some other Cudi. Yeah, like... Even, I mean, there's so many dope ones. Even, like, a Mr. Rager. Yeah, Mr. Rager. I swear I've talked about doing that before. You're right. All right. Well, <laughs> hopefully we catch some of that uh, on Easy Bake's upcoming tour for their new album coming out March 4th, Intertwined. Uh, you can catch them at Okeechobee this weekend in Okeechobee, Florida. If not, hopefully you can catch them throughout the festival season. But we want to thank... Andrew and Eric for coming on the show. Uh, thanks for talking about the album and hopefully uh, we'll keep our shirts on for their set this weekend. Hey, girl. Uh, yeah, there, yeah. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, it was great. hundred percent. Yeah, we appreciate you. So my name's Tony. This has been electric talk brought to you by electric hawk. And if you want to stick on by, we have some ads from our sponsors. Thank you. Peace out. Peace. Enjoy loud music. Exactly how much bass do you like in your face? Don't flirt with functions this festival season without eargasm earplugs. Tinnitus is real, and so is the monster from under your bed. We're looking at you, Steve Aoki. So don't sleep on our 10% off discount code, Electric Hawk, with Electric Talk's newest partner's eargasm. Dubstep sold separately.